Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Warped, the completely unnecessary Star Trek podcast where we provide unasked for audio commentaries to Star Trek The Next Generation episodes. My name is Matt. Sean. <laughs> Who's next? Uh, well, Jake? traditionally it's Jake. <laughs> Jake? Where the hell is Jake? We, we, we didn't wait Jake's for Jake. We didn't wait for Jake. Oh, well, this is a unique situation. Let's keep going, guys. Believe. Aaron. Minwin. And I'm Jake. Oh, there he is. (laughs) And May is somewhere. She'll be back. Uh I like it when the producer just isn't there. When (laughs) I was thinking maybe we should make sure Jacob is here before we start. (laughs) I just assumed he was there the whole time. Like, it didn't even occur to me that he wouldn't be. Yeah, we needed to step out onto the patio for a moment. Oh, of course. Okay. For, for okay. Yeah. Do so. We're only Remember. doing an episode. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> an episode. I kind of want to know why you had to go out on the patio, though. Now, Matt. Duh. They had you to pee. To go howl at the moon. No. Yeah. I, oh, I, I prepared for warped in the traditional way that we prepare for warped. Oh, I know. Oh, okay. Now I got you. Yeah. <laughs> you don't do it. You don't do it in the apartment. You go out on the balcony. Correct. Mm-hmm. That's classy. Uh, yeah. He likes to share um, the smell with the world. So we started the episode. We are here to watch. It's happening right now, guys. Season one, episode 11, The Big Goodbye. Oh. Sean, why don't you go ahead and count us in? I got 45 minutes and 38 seconds on the clock, and I'll be punching the triangle in three, two, one, punch. Oh, punch. Punch. <laughs> so real quick, before we get too deep into this, just before we started the episode, we were betting on how many ep- how many Tom Hanks movies Min would be able to name off the top of his head. So let's go around. Sean, Min, are, did you say 12? Is that a number you are comfortable with? Sure. It, it's, yeah. So let's just how, do, wait, over, how much time let's does do he get? over under then. Uh, how much time does he get? Uh, All episodes. Uh, no, five minutes. Five minutes. No. I think he has gets one, one minute, minute, right? One You'll minute. Google. I don't trust you not to. No, cheat. I'm not going to Google. I won't. You I have promise. to do it live until okay. you can't think of any more. Oh, okay, cool. Sure. Um, Min says twelve. Who wants to go over twelve? I'm going to go under. <laughs> Philippe is under. Which is not what you yeah. asked. I thought we were brothers. I, I'm under. I'm under. Oh, Sean. I'm, I'm right at twelve. Nice. Aaron's playing the parlay. She thinks she's, the exa- she's playing the exacta. Well, I'll do my best for you, Aaron. You are I'll go 13 then, because I feel like somebody needs to. Aaron's writing the exacta. I'll Jake's go one dollar. <laughs> uh, May is going under. Underest. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give Min. I'm going to take a leap of faith with you, Min, and I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go uh, above. Okay. Okay. Big. Splash. Wait, hold on. Big splash. Go on. Turner and Hooch. Yes. Apollo 13. Yes. Uh, Cloud Atlas. Yes. Uh, Deep uh, cut. Oh, uh, hold on. You're, you're, you're uh, tripping me up here. Okay, what All was right. the... Uh, what was He's the, running uh, out. World War II one. That was called Saving Private Ryan. Yep. Okay, what else? Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks. Come on, picture it. Oh, my God. What am I at? Four, five right now? You're writing six. these down, right? Six. Uh, you're six. at six. 
Six. Okay. Six. Tom Hanks. Oh my he God! Don't. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Oh, hold on. No. Hold on. I got you. Uh, was he in a Tintin? No. no. <laughs> I'll get. Uh, can I get three strikes? I'll get three strikes. Yeah, you can keep going okay. until okay. until I d- get tired of this and decide that you failed or succeeded. Uh, Tom Hanks. Tom <laughs> Hanks. Oh, 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 Forrest Gump. Of course. Oh, <laughs> yep, that's correct. Uh, Philadelphia. Seven. Yeah, back on track. You're up to eight. eight. Tom Hanks. Tom he's Hanks. he's been able to log on to IMDb. I have yeah. not. I'm Tom Hanks. Tom <laughs> Hanks. Uh, I'm trusting you that you're not I cheating, am, man. I am uh, honor bound. He needs to talk to a volleyball right now for help. <laughs> no, oh, no way. this is not fair. <laughs> no, that's a bullshit <laughs> right there. Okay, take that he away. Needs to go talk to his take friends on death row. Take that away. Uh, 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 not giving uh, you cast away. Uh, 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 green Mile. Yes. Yeah, I'll give you a green okay. mile. Okay. Although, you know, May, uh, yeah, May did help with that. That shouldn't count. That shouldn't <laughs> count. Don't them, count that. They don't know. Uh, oof, uh, oh, Life is like a box of chocolates. <laughs> he said that he one already. Right. Yeah, he did. Um, <laughs> we're not even good at cheating. Damn it! You kids, you're gonna be you. You have a great song here, you kids. You're gonna play on TV. Uh-huh. That's it. I'm out. Yeah. Oh. Wonder, Eight. man. Wonder. Nice. No, he got it's called that thing you do. Yeah. Got to nine. Oh, right, uh, you're gonna That's give a... him the green mile. I gave him no, green no, mile. No. Don't don't give me that one. I oh, it was only okay. uh, and you only had eight. Damn it. That oh. sucked. That was really bad. <laughs> Any biggies? People wanna get people wanna name the biggies that he forgot? Sleepless in Seattle is the one. Oh, yeah. You, oh. you, you got mail. You got mail. You got Definitely mail. Now. Uh, bachelor class. party. Oh, he said class. Oh, that's a, yeah, uh, that was a, he didn't say bachelor one. party. Uh, League of their own. Yeah, he did. Said big. Said big. League of their own. That was not <laughs> the movie. Yeah. Sully. 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 There you go. Watch oh, um, uh, Captain Pirates movie. Captain Philip. Yeah. Yeah. Captain Station Phillip. agent. No. No. That's like one, one of those Dan Brown movies all the, where he solves a problem. Yeah, he's in all those. Coach. He's in all those demon movies. Angels and demons. <laughs> movies. Oh, yeah. that's right. Oh yeah, he was in the one with the the bridge, the bridge to something. Or just call. I think there's a spot. The bridge. Of, he was in Bridge of Spies. Is yeah. Bridge of Spies. Bridges of Madison. Uh, <laughs> yes. He was in that one where he played a hitman. Well, yeah. I disappointed Road to myself. The perdition. Road to perdition. Yeah. Road to perdition. Yeah. Did yeah. we watch the full episode? <laughs> Just starting. Okay, guys, we need to do a Tom Hanks podcast. Philippe, Philippe, Sean, and May won. They all went under. Uh, uh, well, hey, Sean, uh, give us the credits for this episode. Um, we're watching season one, episode 11, The Big Goodbye. Original air date, January 9th, 1988. Captain Picard and some of his crew are caught in a deadly trap in the holodeck as a result of a shipwide scan from an alien race. So, may uh, Aaron? Oh, okay, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, this is a holodeck episode. These are oh, usually yeah. fun. It, what do you it, think it the fun. rating of this episode is? Seven point one. May. Seven. Anybody else? Seven, Flat eight. Seven Flat three. Eight. Wow. Damn it. I would say. I think it's going to be like a five point five, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going I would say yeah, go seven one. five. Seven four. 
Oh, you fucking 7-3. Who was that? Philippe? Yep. I, you know, it's funny in my memory. You know, what's funny is that in my memory, this episode is in black and white, but it's not like. No. I thought the film did they ever do the? I thought when I they did the film noir episodes, they were in black and white. Am I, I thought they did no. one like that. I kind of remember one. I like think that. the uh, isn't the uh, or maybe it, no, it even even is it isn't the the DS nine one where they go back in time. Maybe I'm just mad. I could have been. The costume design department was totally like, we have jobs this week, guys. Yeah, let's do this. Ah, we get to dress people up. They had yeah. jobs last week. Did you it see those outfits? It is went to some old wardrobe stuff and we're like, fetch me my box of brooches. <laughs> <laughs> and the knickknacks. Yeah. More knickknacks. And the paddy wax. And, <laughs> and give that dog a bone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's kind dog. of funny. <laughs> give it's that. It's kind of funny bitch. that Picard, like, in these early days, he's playing such an uptight version of his character mm-hmm. that it's kind of funny that this is his, like, this is what he does to, this is his <laughs> video game. Like, this is what he does on his, in his rec time is yeah. pretend to be a detective. Like, yeah, I just love Shakespeare. It's kind of weird that he has his, uh, I just always felt weird that they have their, like, Enterprise stuff on, like, when they're in this cosplay, because I'm like, it's just, but they, it's just, Feels weird it, what's the point if you're not dressing up? Right? Yeah, that's the fun part. Maybe it's so. Well, he makes he makes a comment does... about how he forgot he should have changed. Yeah, and he's gonna he's gonna put the outfit on. Uh, okay. Yeah, I want one of those green lamps. Yeah, those are wish cool. list. <laughs> wish list. I always, whenever I see one, I'm always like, I want. Uh, they they do they are very vintage feeling. What about those old phones? Oh yeah. <laughs> we had those growing up. I moved into a house that had a lot of like older stuff in it. Those things are heavy. Yeah, you could take someone out with an old, old phone. black ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah we used them. Like metal, they were they like metal. <laughs> they they're dense. Yeah, they're, they're I started using plastic to build the phones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were all metal back then. Man, it looks weird with that lipstick on a card's or a face there. Ew. Yeah. I'm not into it. Ew. No. (laughs) He's just got outed as a vampire. No one's ever been pissed like that. Yeah. Plus, it looks completely different than it looked when right after she did it to him. Like, yeah. Yeah. That was a. Wouldn't you wipe that off? He doesn't know it's there. Uh, Yeah. But. How could that ever happen to you? But wait, you can just take something out of the freaking hollow deck. This is like weird. Like it's real. It gets imprinted on you. Yeah. Yeah. So, you can't wait think- a sec. You mean I have to raise that baby in the hollow I had in the holodeck? <laughs> no. Yeah. That was all holodeck. What happens it's, in it's, the holodeck yeah. stays? It is best for all of us if you don't think too hard about the holodeck yeah, and it's and how it works i agree with you but then there's some episodes where they really try to make you think about the holodeck and i'm like dude why are you trying to why are you even setting up this problem you can't possibly answer <laughs> look at Riker. Riker's like, Riker's oh, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> wipe that lipstick off his mouth beverly you know what how i like it yeah. beverly grew her hair out a little bit since she got the water away it's better yeah, than the looks, last episode. 
she looks she more like herself. The wedding. That's what I decided. It was in some kind of eighties fun updo. So Gates just uh, Doctor Crusher just got cock blocked by Picard. Yeah. Yeah. This is like he's never been on a holodeck before because he's like going on and on about how amazing it was. Yeah, it's it's like when somebody just watched The Wire like now and they're just like, yeah, dude, we. We've been we've been talking about it. Yeah, no, no, I get. Yeah, that scene is great. Yeah, Stringer Bell, amazing character. You're just like, yeah. <sighs> you ten years ago. So everybody else already knew about the holodeck, and he, John yeah. Luke is just like new to it. It's all new to John Luke. Why is Wesley in this room? How did he get this invitation? <laughs> I don't know. He's just around all the time now. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, He's the captain has a meeting and he wants all the key personnel. Make yeah. sure Wesley I mean, gets the memo. He's technically a member of the crew now, but there's really the no reason crew, that he yeah. would be in like a senior staff meeting. <laughs> like he's an acting ensign. Uh, he doesn't really belong in that room. There he is. Now. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Yeah, the writers don't really understand how that how these rank things are supposed to work anyway. I don't think it matters. Like they just needed Wesley to be on the show. So yeah. how do we how do we come up with a way that he can be in every episode? Well, he'll have to be part of the crew. And so now he's part of the crew. Problem solved. Yeah, one of the very first podcasts I ever heard was where Will Wheaton was on the nerdist or one of those podcasts and talking about how he he wanted to have more to do on the show or get more money i think it was and or i think it was get more money and have more to do on the show and then like they came back with we'll raise your rank and that was like i guess season three or something <laughs> as like that was like their like concession they were gonna make their their payment yeah, they're like, oh yeah, we'll raise your fake rank on the show. <laughs> As I opposed think it's to... just he gets to start wearing a normal uniform at some point, which yeah. I think is an upgrade. Yeah, well, I think so too. But I like that. I that's what they felt when he when he talks about it now. He there talks we go. Just, he talks now. Look about... how great! Look how great Patrick Stewart looks in a 1940s detective outfit. Oh, yeah. yeah, I just do it. They should have the made. They should have done a whole spinoff just about him playing this character in the holodeck. What yeah. year oh, was this? Season two of Picard. Put show? him back in that hat, y'all. Yeah. That movie's gonna be there. Oh, damn. Data looks sharp. Yeah. Wow. Sean, what year was this episode shown? In the 80s? Uh, 1988. 88. January of 88. Oh, speaking of which, I was gonna tell you what was on TV. I forgot. Do you guys want to know? Yes. Yes. It's a new uh, year. I have one for last week, which I, we forgot to do it last oh week. Oh, my God. I can, last week was November 30th, 1987. There was a special on called The Ultimate Stuntman, Dar Robinson. Dar Robinson was, I had to look him up. Has anybody ever heard that name before? He was a big stuntman in the 80s who died in a stunt. So they were doing like a special about his life uh, on ABC. Monday Night Football was on, Sean. Raiders, Seahawks. 
Who do you think played? Who do you think won that game? Raiders. Correct. Want to guess the score? 24-17. It's 37-14. It was a blow. You're getting closer. You're getting closer. <laughs> I said CBS Just missed it. CBS had oh look Sean it's a it's a hey that guy yeah, the guy hey, who just guy. gave yeah, the that guy mm-hmm. dude That's they spent famous. so much money on this episode I mean they're on the back lot somewhere yeah but they've yeah. got like the fancy cars from the time they got this oh, that's dude they're inside that's a set mm-hmm. yeah. um, CBS had Kate and Allie Frank's place and a filmed version of the Secret Garden you guys know the Ooh. Secret Garden. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, was that a movie or a TV show? It was movie. a T. It was a Hallmark Hall of Fame made-for-TV movie that uh, aired that night. Huh. Okay. Was Fox had something called the Television Academy Hall of Fame, which was some kind of entertainment special. Nice. And NBC had the Father Dowling Mysteries. Remember the Father Dowling Mysteries? Mister Cunningham played a priest who solved mysteries. No, no, I remember that show. Yes, 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 yes. Tom Bosley from Happy Days. Yes, played a played a crime solving priest. Crime solving priest. Yes, wasn't his partner. Uh, and then a nun? for this episode, yes, he had a he had like an an apprentice nun who was his uh, sidekick. It is Watson. Yeah, January eleventh, nineteen eighty eight. When this episode aired, we had uh, MacGyver and a movie called Evil in Clear River was on ABC. So I looked up Evil in Clear River because, of course, I did. Listen to this plot. A woman in a small Western Canadian town fights the anti-Semitism with which the mayor is infecting the townspeople and their children. So it's a TV movie. It's 1987. It's about anti-Semitism. Randy Quaid plays the evil mayor, the evil (laughs) anti-Semitic mayor. Randy Quaid. Who do you think was the star of the movie? The woman fighting against anti-Semitism. Meg Ryan. Judith Light. Barbara Streisand. Those are all, well, no, it wouldn't have been Barbara Streisand, but the rest of those guests were pretty good. It's Lindsay <laughs> Wagner, the bionic woman. Played yeah. the Interesting. Um, NBC aired a movie called Freedom Fighter, which is about Tony Danza playing a soldier in East Germany who falls in love with an East German woman. Wow. Tony Heavy. And, and, uh, oh, uh, look, those two guys had to get their timing right. Was was the was the her his love interest name Angela? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. Like, who's their boss? Uh, <laughs> Angela. <laughs> who's their boat? We have. That was all the shows. They were supposed to be Jewish on that show, right? Don't you think? Was Angela was was is is uh, Judith Light Jewish in real life? You guys know, think or know anybody? Uh, uh, I believe so. Transparent. She's lived in New York longer. <laughs> yeah, she's both. sort of an honorary Jew, right? I mean, even if she's not, because she's just been 
a New Yorker for her entire life, but probably they not. Like a, just... They had a celebrity Passover thing. I don't know. Did anybody see that? Oh, yeah, online? she is. I just picked yeah, her. Hell she... yeah, Crusher. Yeah. She, she does a big piece about the the uh, the writers of the of uh, uh, somewhere over the rainbow, and what what it what it's really about. What? Judith Light. <laughs> what? What? Yes. Yes. I and only I, thing. I, I didn't really hear what you said. You because I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> you were watching Crusher in the show. Thing. Was that like a bit she did? I was fiddling around with the laptop. It was not. It was not because Just it wasn't interesting. I guess I'm. They did a thing. See, this is Passover, fun, right, Aaron? They had... They're all dressed up. They're all dressed yeah. up in their outfits. They're like, "Hey, what's cooking, baby?" It's a LARP. Oh, yes, all now... holodeck episodes. All holodeck episodes are LARPs. And mm. data has affected a a good guy sort of voice now yeah like a gangster yeah 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 mm. yeah this is like a good a fun episode i'm I, yeah i kind of start watching every once in a while here so it's gonna be yeah one of they're all they're all kind of having a hoot they're all having a real good time in the holodeck i love beverly at this point is really great watch her she sort of checks out the other woman to see how she should <laughs> is it Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's Crusher's killing it in this episode. Mm-hmm. She she also really she's sold. She, yeah, she also really sold when she like her heel her heel twisted. She yeah. was like, I thought that was like real. Yeah, that's hard to. Say. Oh, that guy would be John Goodman in the movie. You know what? You know why she probably can was able to do that so well? She is she's a dancer. Gates oh, McFadden okay. started as a dancer. She knows and, how to use her. In classic holodeck fashion, the holodeck is malfunctioning. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. This is the first of many holodeck malfunction yeah. episodes. Yeah. Because this fucking thing never works the way it's This is what happens when you abolish money. Nobody really cares about doing a good job. Quality control goes down. Yeah, it goes down that. <laughs> this is what you get in a communist sort of situation. <laughs> you shouldn't say things like People are going to think that. <laughs> Our tens of listeners will become very... He was being sarcastic, like, oh, no. folks. I rate... I just like how everything bad is communism now. It's like, and Wes. Meanwhile, Wesley is like, I know everything there is to know about how the holodeck works. Yeah. So why don't you let me? Is this a will? Is this a Wesley solves the problem episode? Yep. Yep. Oh, I'm gonna add it to the list. Hold on. How many are we at? Three. Find the. Let me find the post-it. Jake, play the play the Wesley saves the ship jingle, Jake. We were here. He comes. Wesley saves the ship. Yay! That was pretty good. I, I like. I actually yeah, like that. Um, we were at two. So with this episode, this is our third. Uh, Wesley yeah. saves the ship. That's pretty. Three out of eleven is a pretty yeah, high percentage. Pretty high percentage. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. I mean, I can't calculate it right now, but it's pretty high. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't even Somewhere in the last episode. That one shouldn't even count. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, they're LARPing. They're like, how does a person in this time period what behave? What is up with like, that guy? Gates is learning got... how to be a woman. <sighs> that creeper in the background is like, hey, yeah. Yeah. Who's animatronic, yeah. almost. Yeah. Who's yeah. pretty late? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like, like that he's in the Hall of Presidents. It, for a second, <laughs> yeah, it looked right? like a dummy. Like, yeah, it doesn't totally. Look like it does look like a dummy. Oh. <laughs> the way he's like, the way he's leaning back there, <laughs> it's a weird oh. shot. Mm-hmm. okay just, he became I, real there but uh before I just, I just like that you you can't make that face anymore you know you can't do that squint eye like kind of <laughs> smile it's just like that's how you do it too creepy. i know but it's like an oldie how you doing yeah see that's funny she doesn't there. know how to chew gum like this is all this is all really just, charming she swallowed she it swallows the <laughs> gum. It oh yeah <laughs> Okay. See, this well, is all good. So she this swallowed good fake pixels that don't do anything. Does it taste like for gum? A, for a season uh, one episode, this is a good, fun episode, yeah. right? Like, yep. mm-hmm. yeah, it's got the whole adventure thing. It's got a lot of energy. It's got a lot of like goofy. It's fun. Wesley always knows what to what to do with the tech. He's always like, "Let me fiddle with this. I I, I know this better than you do." He's always got some play in the mm-hmm. whole universe. So annoying. Yeah. He's yeah, so he like got a lot of sh- he got a lot of shit. I mean, from the fandom yeah. back in the day. Like Yeah, he people hated he's it. He's talking about how people I mean, he got death threat like letters and oh, shit. I wouldn't do that. I mean people oh, do Yeah, not. man, that was too far, man. Yeah, I would just threaten to rape him, not to kill him. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow, Jesus. there we go. Hey, he's talking about date rape, not. All right, you can email Minwin at Minwin <laughs> at Warped at at, at, at okay.org. <laughs> he currently is running. Okay, okay, I'm kidding. It's not okay. I like Picard trying to smoke. Yeah, see, this is all charming. This is all really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is good. I really enjoyed like the last time when we, they introduced us to Loxana, but this episode kind of made me forget all about that episode. Yeah. 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 Well, she and she gets better as she goes along. That she was fine in that first appearance, but she gets a lot funnier once they really play into the ridiculousness yeah, of that they, character. They let her sink her teeth into it. But... Yeah, they really did. They were like, "Go ahead and chew the scenery. It's fine." Yeah. And she really embraced it. Yeah. This guy loves lamp. <laughs> well, he's like Aaron admiring the lamps. Data can't stop looking at himself in the mirror. Like because what he's done is he's he's absorbed all of the stories that this is based on. Mm-hmm. This fictional detective. He's read them all. So now he's behaving the way one of the characters in the story would behave. Because he yeah. knows exactly what to do. Look at them. They love each other so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I love it. It's like yeah. when you meet it's like when you meet somebody you've known for a long term time, but you meet them at a LARP and you're like, Wow, you really look different. And they're like, You look pretty different too. And yeah. You know, fall. fall in love. Is anybody falling That's in love? That's how me and Philippe fell in love. Yeah. <laughs> at a LARP. Yeah, we were at a high a high school LARP. <laughs> And we're just like, <laughs> oh yeah, that Dawson's Creek. Yeah, 
Yeah. I, I, I do have an ex-co-worker who she, she normally looks a certain way at, uh, at work, but uh, my boss had a wedding and she just came so dolled up and, and she looked spectacular. I, all, I literally thought she was someone else when I first saw her. I was like, oh, hey, it's good to meet you. Who, uh, my name is Min. And then I was like, oh, my God, you're a co-worker. Yeah. yeah. So there are some people who really can, mm. you know, yeah. sort of wonder woman it up. Nice. You, are, do you like this coworker? Uh, like, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's very uh, she's a very very nice woman. Uh, she. No, she I mean, married. like like. Oh well, she's married. You know, oh, she's but, married. Yeah, okay. you didn't tell mm-hmm. me that part. Yeah. Uh oh. I like Uh-oh. how much deli- how delighted they are. They're getting like stuck up. They're like, <laughs> they're like, this is amazing. <laughs> Oh, they don't know that. Uh, yeah, the, it's like they don't know there's they don't know there's a problem. Danger. Yeah. yeah. So they're like, it's like going to an escape room. You're yeah. just like, oh, this is. It's this the murder mystery theater. You'd like, oh, you you know, people. But there's are an actual to... murder in there. Hmm. <laughs> That's got to be a pretty common trope, remember right? Remember when we went? Remember when we went to that went to see the Willows at that. Mansion. Oh no, I didn't. I didn't. I, I didn't go with you guys. You went you with, uh, with Matt us? and Nate, and I think uh, Art went as well. But no, I didn't go. And Anna. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't go. Mm-hmm. It was really good, though. You guys. That was like a me. really amazing thing mm-hmm. because they had rented that mansion and like decked it all out, so it looked really cool. It was. It was cool. I like to think that we're in a coronavirus LARP right now. <laughs> it helps me. And we're all yeah. we're all part of a team of podcasters, <laughs> and our story objectives are to maintain uh, the status quo. This guy's totally dead, and make sure nothing happens. <laughs> oh, this is where they realize that something has gone wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. bullets yeah. shouldn't bullets shouldn't hurt you in the holodeck. Mm-hmm. But this guy's gotten dead. shot. For- it's a really good thing that they brought it. And now you know why this guy they why they brought this guy. Yeah, you're like <laughs> they to shoot. you've never seen before. A character who like, we have never right. seen before and will never see again. Yeah. Uh, this guy. I like Oh damn. Like yeah, Picard. It's yeah, literally a red that? shirt who's just not wearing a red is. shirt. Wow. He might just... as well be Mr. Redshirt. All it's too bad it, she can't do doctoring without her fancy tools and her space mumbo jumbo. <laughs> Bones would have been able to like <laughs> suck at out just of pour her. uh pour mint julep on it. Yeah. Exactly. We established long ago that Dr. McCoy was not a good doctor. So <laughs> I, I don't, don't think know. Dr. McCoy I feel like this is the situation he would be good in. This is he the one like, time he would be like, I know yeah. exactly what to do. Yeah. He would have would be like, so he would have a scotch and he would yeah. pour it on himself. He's been a lot of time, a lot of time in gangster practice and mm-hmm. stuff like that. He's been waiting a long time for this one situation. I'm up. Gangsters have that surly, sarcastic humor, which uh, Bones does as well. Yeah. It's weird to see Worf in that chair, yeah. like navigating. Like, you don't like him in the front? For some reason, is that what you're? Yeah, he's normally a a man in the rear. In (laughs) (laughs) I had that on my list. (laughs) Man in the rear. Bingo! You have to prove it. You you guys aren't sending your lists out. Yeah, I keep forgetting to send the email. I have a post-it to remind me, and the post-it is not 
is not we're in the middle of a quarantine. All right, well, I'll, I'll I'll collect them. I, I should be the arbiter of fair judgment. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> You're like the diebold of uh, warped. I feel like Data would know that this was a thing, but that's so <laughs> cute that he doesn't. <laughs> oh, I, re- I, I miss this moment. How a lamp works. And now he's like, he's like, he doesn't understand. He doesn't like. I don't know. It's uh, it's interesting. <laughs> Why yeah. would he know that though? Like, there's no reason he would know that. When you he really just think- be like, I know that this is an electromagnetic mechanism that is using current. And I don't know. I just feel like he would just know how basic lights work. It's the it's his second Chinese finger trap. Let's call it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I feel like he's like doing like such a vaudeville the way he reacts to it. It's like Danny Kay would react to like a whole setup of like. Well, he also dives into his Shakespeare or Sherlock uh, role like that as well. He just goes whole hog in. So I think he's just really into the mob sort of mindset right now a little dumb i also think that brent spiner is still like figuring out the how to play data because he's still a little like he hasn't quite like locked it in yet like like kind of like leonard nimoy in the very early episodes of star trek where he hasn't quite got a handle on spock yet so he's not quite sure how to modulate it but Brent Spiner, Brent Spiner is still figuring it out. So he's doing a little, he's doing, sometimes he comes across as a little broad, you know, yeah, yeah. it's like, eh, data wouldn't really be like that. Uh, he's still working it out. He'll get yeah. There. I, by the way, I just, I think Brent Spiner is amazing. I think he's, I love mm-hmm. data. Mm-hmm. I love data. What's your take on him right now, Aaron? How do you, how do you feel about data? Um, I'm ready to love, uh, I, <laughs> you haven't fallen head over heels. Yeah, yeah Rocky you've been, Start. You've been reluctant to embrace Data uh, so <laughs> far in this process. Like projecting into the future, their love, you know. If he wore a possum outfit, taking it face value, he's he's okay. He's just okay. You had to. That was, some, that was some real fake TV blood that John Luke had on his lip just now. <laughs> <laughs> they were like. We need ketchup. Just put some ketchup on there. Ooh. What if Data wore a cat outfit or something like that? Like he was in a bear suit. You know, Don't try and help? push it, man. It never help. It never works when you push it. People <laughs> have to come to these things in their own time. You know. <laughs> haven't you ever? Uh, haven't you, you push too hard, man? This is why people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You gotta let people just kind of like saddle up themselves and make it feel like yeah. they discovered that the wire was good. Like they have to, like, <laughs> yeah, they have That's to. Like, Sorry, you I'm can't, just, you can't, you know, you can't, can't force. Just, you can't force. Imagining Matt did not ask you for your opinion. Now. <laughs> you have no. I welcome your opinion, and I feel bad that mm-hmm. I said that the other day, but <laughs> at the time I meant it. I saw Brent Spiner. In, <laughs> I saw Brent Spiner in an old clip recently. He was in a production of uh, Sunday in the Park with George. He is in the original. The original production. Yeah, production. we probably what? talked about it. OBC, yo. I have that video. I have the. They filmed it for oh. great performances. PBS. Yeah. I have that uh, DVD. It's amazing. What year was that? Eighty six. Right before this, actually. Eighty. So oh, I'm totally blanking on. Was it hard to watch it and think of him as Data, or could you sort of separate? I did not watch Sunday Maggie in the Patinkin. They painted him up that gray-green color, so... <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. 
<laughs> I didn't have a problem for the Sunday of the Parker's Yard. Yeah. I watched Sunday in the Park years after I had seen, you know, uh-huh. Star. So to me, it was more like, hey, there's Mr. Data, like in a Broadway show. I knew he was in it. I just, you know, to me, he was Mr. Data because that's who he was when I was a kid, you know. It's an amazing DVD. It's a great production. You guys should watch it if you ever. Get Sounds a like something for recommendations. <laughs> I recommend the filmed production of Sunday in the Park with George. Awesome. Uh, Bernadette Peters. <gasps> Bernadette Peters is. That's so my good. recommendation. Just Bernadette Peters. Just as yeah. a general. In general. Yeah. yeah She's actually good. coming up on the the extraordinary yeah. playlist. Yeah. Show. Yes. Oh, that's exciting. What's the extraordinary playlist? Zoe's extraordinary playlist. The musical TV show, oh, the greatest show on earth. This is off topic. Sean has talked about for the last three episodes in a row. This is a little off topic, but it, 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 may you will you and Jake may be interested in this. You guys know about this Sondheim 90th birthday? Uh, oh yes, stream <laughs> Meryl doing Streep around. is going to be there, y'all. Okay. Oh my god, if you guys could see May just like leaning in all of a sudden. She's like, <laughs> she's like now there's something that's interesting. She's like, bring? She's invested. Uh-oh. Uh-uh. It looks fantastic. Yeah. I mean, so, um, I don't know if, I guess we have time. Do you guys want to do a quick corrections corner? Yeah. Yes. Correct the heck out of us. Jacob, play the jingle. These are corrections for episode 90, The Infinite Vulcan and Magics of Magus 2. Ooh. And also episode 91, <laughs> Once Upon a Planet and Mud's Passion. Oh, I didn't wow. have enough corrections for two separates, so I just lumped oh. them all into one. We're getting too good. <laughs> too good. Well, and also we were watching the cartoon and we were just, we were not in a great place. <laughs> while we were watching the cartoon. Was it a better place than now? I mean, yes, infinitely better than now. <laughs> okay. Yes. There's always but a relative lining. to other periods, it was, you know, we were sort of realizing the initial high of the animated <laughs> series had worn off. And yeah. now we were sort of realizing that we were in for quite a bit more uh of it. And yeah, so- Magic's of Megas 2 we were seeing pilgrim wizards and like satyrs and we're like oh, okay this isn't what we thought, thought it oh, would be. it's like their D episode yeah, um, not even that we good talked, we talked about um, whether there was Chekhov mccoy slash fiction <laughs> oh my <Yeah>. god <laughs> because oh. I, we seemed like we thought that that seemed like a pretty unlikely yeah. pairing <laughs> of all the pairs oh. you could come up with on that show. Chekhov and McCoy has got to be pretty far down on the list, yeah. I would think. Um, but so I looked online. Um, you were a brave soul, Matt. They're on, on archive of our own dot org, which is the big fanfic site uh, on the internet. Um, there are 500 163 <laughs> listings for Chekhov and McCoy. Wow. Which sounds like a lot, it but does. it's not nearly as much as some of the other combinations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot a lot of the a lot of them are in Russian. 
which I think is really funny. Like, I guess yeah. I really like Chekhov with anybody. Russian Star anyone, Trek yeah. fans. Russian Star Trek fans are going to be like, Chekhov's my guy. Like, that's who I'm going to write my fanfic about. Yeah. Yep. Great. Never even thought about that market. Yeah. Did, well, the read only some reason of them? I know is the only reason I know it exists is because they're in Cyrillic. And I'm like, I don't even know what this fan fanfic is about. I can't read it. Well, um, translate does have that function where it could translate. I didn't, I didn't yeah. want to do that deep a dive into it, man, if yeah. I'm being totally honest. Yeah. I found a, the best one that I found is called Peel Me a Grape, and it is a multi-fandom story. Do you guys know what multi-fandom stories are? You can probably oh. get the title. Crossovers? That, that's like, like crossover they're... stuff? Yeah. So it's, you know, Star Wars meets Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. Fandoms sure. collide. This particular one, though. It's like the has... ALF Star Trek book we talked about before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this has the most bizarre fandom combination I, I've ever. I can't. I don't understand it at all. Here are the, here are the duos Chekhov McCoy, Steve uh-huh. McGarrett, and Dano from Hawaii 5 0. <laughs> Matt Farrell and John McClane from Die Hard. Anthony Dinozo and Jethro Gibbs from NCIS. And Clint Barton and Phil Coulson from The Avengers. Those are the that, that's the fandom crossover that this person wrote. That is just a very sloppy. Makes total sense. Coulson. I don't know. Hawkeye. Oh, okay. Clint Barton, yeah. Sense. Okay, you guys are not nearly as stunned by this. I'm I, stunned. I, 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 a lot like to take in. Like I can't yeah, really. I, like, I was like, how do you come up with Star Trek, NCIS, and Hawaii Five O? Yeah, yeah. It's about the other two. Like, what kind of story is that? <laughs> oh, and then the Avengers, and ah, oh, it was just, it was a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys, <laughs> yeah. that's my favorite one. There goes old Cyrus Redblock. Mm. Couldn't exist outside the holodeck. We so, talked about... <laughs> Go ahead, Sean. So, just real quick, that actor, Lawrence Tierney, who played the bad guy, he's pretty famous. He plays Joe in Reservoir yeah, Dogs. Reservoir yeah. Dogs, yeah. Oh, that's right. Um, um, he is a legendary compare... nutball, by the way. Yeah, like, apparently he told about on the set... Stories about Lawrence Tierney are legendary like he was an alcoholic and a and a brawler and just loved walked, to cause problems is that he walked up the will the standing no the one oh, who disappeared the old man who vanished oh, oh, okay. red block? Block. yeah mm-hmm. red yes. loss all right what do you say sean he was sitting next to he, wesley uh or will wheaton was sitting on like a chair you know, they were like steps of one of the buildings they were filming in front of and he walked up to him and said Hey, do you play football? And Will Wheaton said, No. And he goes, Why not? Are you some sissy faggot? And <laughs> then Will Wheaton said, Well, I'm really not big enough to play football. And he said, Well, maybe if you played football, you'd be bigger. <laughs> uh, that's thanks. a nice little uh that, that'll well, give you an idea about Lawrence Tierney. Yeah. <laughs> fun story. Will Wheaton having a great time on the set of Star Trek, mm. as usual. Yeah. We talked about a- how we talked about when you get a blowjob with pop rocks in it, and was that <laughs> was that called a crackle? Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> Is and, it? No, it's not. And and I said that in the in the episode, but we did talk about making a T-shirt that said "Release the Crackle." So I think that I think that now we have that we have our T-shirt site up and running. Mm-hmm. We need a T-shirt that says "Release the Crackle" to go along <laughs> with uh, "Down to Pond Farm." Yeah. Is there an actual term for that? Uh... No, and and it, it, we it, it seems like it was it seems like it was mostly apocryphal, like it was not actually a real thing that people did. People and then Aaron and Philippe, this is why it's a correction corner. Aaron and Philippe said, "We'll try it out and get back to you." It. <laughs> so the correction is, uh, "Try it out and get back, back to us." us. Yeah, like yeah. we still have time. Better to do. Yeah, we still have twenty plus years. Of the reason work. you guys volunteered, by the way, is because you had uh, <laughs> like pop pop rocks in your house. Uh, you were like a brief time. I remember where we had some pop rocks because oh, yeah. the kids. I don't usually let them in the house because no. I have a total hatred of them. But he doesn't like the sound. So when the kids get them, they they make the, they put them in their mouth and activate them, and then come. Oh, I like, hate that sound. They come and like it. <laughs> they know I hate it. And so yeah. it's because of that weird sound thing that we learned about. That's a that's a weird sound thing, and the weird the thing like AM, like meso like uh mesothelioma. Meso- <laughs> it's like I heard that. About that on those late night. Yeah, that's what it's talking like. About. The opposite of ASMR, like it makes you crazy. Oh yeah, new thing. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's. I also crazy. think it's related to your fear of small holes. Yeah, <laughs> because pop rocks sound pop small rocks are kind of make. like the sound of small holes exploding, right? That is. <laughs> yeah, that's small the sound. Holes. You're exactly right. That's the sound small holes would make. <laughs> yeah. Does fizzy? Does the sound of fizzing water bother you? Like soda yeah, water? There's something extra. There's some like the, yeah. the the sort of break up the crackle in that is just. Fizzy water is very like fast. It's almost a continuous sound, whereas yeah. the crackle is it's broken up. It's more, you know, segmented and and I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's also a very wet sound. That this is Achilles' heel and the kids. You don't like wet sounds? No, just certain wet sounds like a crackly. I don't know that 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 the wetness <laughs> is not a good attribute for that sound for me. Oh. For that particular sound, but wetness in general is a fine. I'm just saying. Good to know. Yeah. Uh, Good thing I don't have small holes or wetness. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I kept myself out of that. Terrible. You, you did. You, you held your tongue admirably, man. Usually, mm-hmm. you would have been all in there. And no. uh, yeah, I really appreciate right your restraint. Yeah. Yeah. This evening. You've been like, I'm I'm sure your holes are average. <laughs> well, that would have been a good within one. the normal yeah. limits. Damn it. Yeah, I didn't have it. Yeah, in he'd start asking about wetness and lose. <laughs> what is it. the wettest thing? <laughs> he'd be like, now, wait a minute, Aaron. Are you trying to imply that your holes are perhaps larger <laughs> than normal? Or yeah. am I misunderstanding or that? Just or? drier. <laughs> Dusty dogs. <laughs> Why are you guys giving all these great lines away? <laughs> they are great lines. Yeah. Card. You guys have really taken up my standard. Well, you guys are like, this is what men could have said. Yeah, here's some things you might have said. 
Yeah. It's like the uh, multiple endings of Clue. Here's some things you might have said. Yeah. Yeah. Here's what I actually said. Yeah. I'm glad I... Um, the episode ended, you guys, and yeah. it, yep. it ended pretty well. Like, I thought it was funny that he says step on it instead of engage at the end. Like, yeah. This is a fun episode. And under Probably one of the first good ones of this first season, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like they had fun making it. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. They come back to that world a few more times over the oh, course of it. Because wow. uh, it gives them a chance to play dress up. I mean, why yep. wouldn't Is, is uh, Red Lock uh, done for? Is he killed in when they come back? Or is he, does he also come back? No, I don't think don't, he's... Oh, well, I, I think Lawrence so. died in real life pretty shortly after this. But mm. um, I have a few more corrections. Should we just go through them yeah. real quick? Yep. Yeah. Uh, we talked about satyrs. In, in one of those episodes, there's a goat-legged <laughs> man. Yep. Um, and exactly. you guys described him as a satyr. It, he, and you guys were... You guys, somebody said that satyrs and... Uh, I, somebody said that Mr. Tumnus from The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe is a satyr. Uh -huh. I'd have been me. Uh, Mr. Tumnus is a fawn. Uh -huh. And fawns and satyrs are not the same thing, it turns out. They both have goat, you know, bottom halves. Mm -hmm. But so they can satyrs, do it. <laughs> are like me like drunken and sexual and sort of mean. And fawns are like nice and helpful. Innocent. Fawns are the polite, uh, friendly version of satyrs. So Mr. Tumnus Danny is Danny DeVito was a satyr. Hercules. Yeah, that's absolutely Hercules. right. I thought you were going to say, and, and it's always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> in real life. In that, in real life. He's definitely yeah. a satyr. And he was really good in uh, Jumanji. That was fun. He's great. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Oh, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen the Jumanji. That's worth seeing. It's good. It's great. And it's really good. I don't, those movies don't appeal to me for some reason. Somebody I don't like is in. Who is it, Sean? That I don't like is in those movies. Jack Black. That's it. <laughs> oh, I don't like Jack Black. He doesn't like fat guy comedy. I don't like oh. fat guy comedy. Really, John Candy? What about? Uh... Uh, I, I have a specific. I, I, man. What I call fat guy comedy is a very specific form of comedy. The Chris Farley. The Chris Farley fat, ah. man fall, fat Man Fall Down. Austin Powers. Um, well, no, because that character is so ridiculous. Yeah. It's funny. Uh, I'm, I'm talking fat. more about like That's just the, the, where the only joke is that they're fat and they fall over, which and they're, do, they're fat people doing stuff and clumsily or something. Yeah. Farley, Belushi. Belushi sort of invented it. And then Farley was his protege and then it continues down into the sort of Jack Black and uh, Zach Galifianakis's and uh, uh, Seth Rogen's of the world. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You, you really gotta <laughs> so you, you don't enjoy any of those, huh? I mean, I enjoy certain performances from some of those people. Like, yeah. Jack Black is really good in School of Rock because that's yeah. sort yeah. of well, I, I think you'd, you'd probably enjoy it because he's capable and he de delivering a much more sensitive performance, and he and he has moments like that in these movies. But sure, and Josh Gad yeah. in Book of Mormon, which is great. But 
is also so what if they all dropped a few pounds and it's just skinny people <laughs> that? it's more like jackie chan it's less the it's less the weight and more the style of comedy that the weight uh encourages you know yeah mm-hmm. people people cast around the roles around that type john goodman has never done a, a gag like that you know ever and john goodman is amazing so there are ways to be I'm fat my point is that there are ways to be funny yeah. and and a good actor without having to do that kind of shtick and right. yeah that's yeah. no it's valid how did we get on that we were talking about fawns <laughs> Danny Danny DeVito playing yeah. a fawn oh yeah he said he played a satyr um, but anyway Danny, Danny DeVito is amazing he doesn't do that dumbass kind of joke. <laughs> um, we talked about the Power of Voodoo song from Labyrinth. Power of Voodoo. Who do? You do. Yeah. You do what? Look like the man. And power. Magic dance. Um, so does any... Wait, what did you just say, Sean? Magic dance. Yeah, that's, that was going to be my question, was whether anybody remembered the name of the song. It's called Magic Dance. Did you know that <laughs> that, that, uh, now I... that little rhyme is not from that song? Yes, I don't. Do you know where, know where it's where from. It is from? No, I don't know where it's from. Uh, no. It's from a 1947 Cary Grant movie called The Bachelor and the Bobby Soxer. I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen that too. <laughs> Cary Grant and a teenage Shirley Temple. It, it's on a 16-year-old girl. Yeah, she has a crush on him. Shirley Temple has a crush on Cary Grant in the movie. Yeah, she comes around to his house all the time. I don't oh, know. I always, I always thought that song was called Dance Magic Dance. Uh, Wikipedia oh, is called Dance. Because that's what they're always saying. Oh, yeah, it's Dance Magic I was <laughs> That would show up on my nerd rock playlist on Pandora every once in a while. Nice. <laughs> so that's where that came from, the voodoo, cool. power of voodoo thing. is from The Bachelor and the Bobby Soxer. All right. I'm now going to bring up the film Corky Romano. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm listening. You finally have her attention. I want this to be the last time I ever say the words Corky Romano. It's during conversation. (laughs) I'm afraid it won't be. It won't be. It never is. Say it like that. We were talking for some reason about the movies of 1999. And Aaron kept bringing up Corky Romano. Corky <laughs> Romano is not a 1999 movie. Uh, Corky Romano came out on October 12th, 2001. Okay. So, what, four weeks after September 11th? Uh, weird, hard time to release a, a comedy, you know? Yeah. Uh, Nailed it. <laughs> Oh, no. Although it ended up doing pretty well, um, people needed it at that time. Yeah, <laughs> they rushed it because people needed it. They were like, "They need this movie." To On save the week of lives. October twelfth, two thousand and one. Let's play the box office game real quick. You ready, Sean? October twelfth, two thousand one. Okay. Two thousand and one. I will tell you that Corky Romano came in number four that week, and that was so its first were, week. That was its first week. There were okay. three other movies above it. Uh, okay. And I, uh, the, Give me the, the first one is in its second week um, and is a big hit that will win its star an Oscar. Uh, 
big, huge male movie star. He'll win an Oscar for this movie. Uh, it is a sort of gritty crime cop movie. LA Confidential. What? LA Confidential? No, that was in that was early. That was in the nineties. I'm pretty sure. Is it really long? Seven. No. So it's not the Green Mile. You you could make an argument that this movie, he's remade this movie in various forms over the last almost 20 years now. This movie sort of defined him as a gritty crime guy, and he's made a lot of gritty crime guy movies in the years since then. And he won the Academy Award? He won the Academy Award for Best Actor for this movie. Wow. I feel like I'm going to feel really stupid. I, um, I got nothing. I got He's nothing. a dirty cop paired with another younger. Training more day? Cop. Training day. is Denzel. Denzel. Uh, Denzel has made a lot of crime, badass crime movies. Yes. Yeah. That was a great movie, Training Day. You should see it, Aaron. Okay. Maybe not now, but. No. Aaron, go watch it. Yeah, right now. So yeah, cute training day, huge hit. Denzel mm-hmm. wins an Oscar, and um, that was the number one movie that we are that we. All right. Number two, two. Uh, I've never seen it. It's Billy Bob Thornton and Bruce Willis in a sort of matchstick bin. No, no, that's not it. I think it's. Uh, I think it must be some sort of crime comedy. Yeah. based on the title. Yes. Shit. What's that movie called? Crime comedy. Eight- Kate Blanchett is the girl in it, which is also kind of weird. I saw this movie. It's called Bandits. Yeah, I saw this movie in the theater. Was it good? I was still in college in nine, after 9-11 happened. Yeah. I remember going to see it at the movie theater. You saw that movie and you saw Corky Romano? You, yeah. <laughs> you were busy that week Mono because they both came out the same so week. I'm confused about the timing because I feel like I saw it, but it must have been some other dumb... I mean, I've seen Corky Romano. I saw Zoolander around that time. That did Zoolander play? is number eight on okay. the list. Oh, so you nice. really did see it right around that time. Nice. You saw it right around that time. <laughs> yeah, I saw both of those movies. We were just looking for something to do, you know. <laughs> uh, number three is a John Cusack romantic comedy, romantic dramedy. I don't know. I've never seen it. Um, Serendipity. One. Serendipity is right. Uh, Which, yeah. coincidentally, Kate Beckinsale, Kate Beckinsale. Is the girl. Yep. We were just talking about Kate Beckinsale. Uh, it all comes back together. Mm-hmm. We uh, do bring Beckinsale. it around, man. Uh, and then number four is Corky Romano. What was um, five? Five was something called Don't Say a Word. Oh, Don't Say a Word is Michael Douglas and Brittany Murphy. It's some kind of weird, yes. like, thriller. Yeah, I've never seen it. Kind of a rough week at the movies. Like, not a lot of great (laughs) choices. If you've already already seen Training Day, if you've already seen Training Day, uh, there's slim pickings as far as what else you can see. Erin disagrees. She says, you've got a tableau of genius right there at your fingertips called Corky Romano. I was confused about... I thought Corky Romano was was Deuce Bigelow. I had those two movies mixed up in my mind. Yeah. So I thought Corky Romano was the one where he's a, a male prostitute, but that's not um, what Romano So if you don't Who's know Aaron. Who's seen Corky Romano in, in this group? I know Aaron. Yeah. That might oh. be it. Nope. 
it, it's also the only voice she does. <laughs> it's the only voice she does. She does one voice. You know, a lot of people like you know they might have bits that they've developed over their lives of voice. Yeah, a Roddenberry the world, but there's only one. She doesn't do any voices ever when she does characters or jokes. It's always like her flat, you know, uh, kids in the hall style comedy. But <laughs> the one thing she does a voice for. Would you guys like some cookies? <laughs> <laughs> it's her bit. There you go. Watch it. And, and, and if any of us had seen Corky Romano, that it might have hit. <laughs> yeah. For a few people out there, uh, based on the numbers, probably uh, one eighth of a person, like that was the best joke ever. Yeah. So anyway, Corky Romano is not Deuce Bigelow. And. Uh, <laughs> In his, I'll say. this is from Wikipedia. In his 2019 autobiography, which I really think we should make Aaron read, <laughs> "Baby Don't Hurt Me," Chris Kattan claimed that Paul Thomas Anderson, director of Boogie Nights and Magnolia, worked on the script for Corky <laughs> Romano. <laughs> awesome! It's a hidden gem. We're not over with Corky Romano. Yeah, I, that's my fear. I'm looking up the the photos for it right now, and it's it's exactly that guy from SNL who does the uh, the the club sketch, right? That um, yes, yeah, Night at the Roxbury. They made a yeah, movie out of Roxbury. <laughs> oh my God! What did you like about this, Aaron? What? What did you like about this? <laughs> it looks horrible. That is a fair question. Like, <laughs> define. Tell me why you like Corky Romano. <laughs> She can't stop laughing right now, so I don't know if she's going to answer. She's got one of those, like, don't laugh at church kind of laughs going. Oh, yeah. That was good. It is a very fair question. Is she is she into his other celebrated character, Mango? Oh, yeah. <laughs> she loves the whole of the man's work. The, <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce it. The oeuvre. I don't know how I pronounce it. 2019 memoirs. So have to look that up. Yeah, I I really want you to read that book now. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I uh, think I tried to watch Corky Romano with Aaron because she was so into it, and I was like, "All right, let's watch it." We were like watching it on cable, but then she was like, "Oh, you can switch the channel." <laughs> I don't know. What to talk. It, uh, would it be weird if this show turned into a Chris Kattan? Chris Kattan says it's it's totally normal. After we watch Cruel Intentions, you know what we're watching next. Yeah, I think we're gonna write a Chris Kattan Tom Hanks slash fic crossover fic. That would be yes, I would like to read that. All right, I'm on it. We were talking about the highest grossing movies of 1999, and Sean. Uh, mentioned American Pie, and I didn't know where that was on the list because I only had the top 10 in front of me, so I said I would correction corner it. American Pie was number 20 oh, in for 1999. Made $100 million here, but it made 130 It made 130 overseas, so it was, it was it made a ton of money. Yeah. Uh, and that's why they why made they like made eight of them. More. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Eugene Levy has been in every single one of those movies. Yeah, exactly. Wait, what movie was it? American Pie. American Pie. Oh, American okay. Pie. 
Okay. Um, Min, we were talking about Dr. Seuss stories, and you mentioned the story of uh, of a of a grandfather telling his grandson about two wolves fighting uh-huh. inside of you. Uh huh. That's not. I Dr. had Seuss, never. Though. I know, but you yeah. mentioned it in the context of us yeah. talking about uh, Dr. Seuss yeah. parables, sort of parables, you know, mm-hmm. like stories for children. And you had brought that story. I didn't know that story. A couple of people were like, oh, yeah, I've heard that one. I had never heard that one. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I so I didn't know if it was like a book or like a, I, I didn't know what it was. So it's just a it's just a legend of unknown origin, sometimes attributed to the Cherokee. Um, and it's a story about a man. The grandfather says to his grandson, there are two wolves and you're always fighting. One is darkness and despair. The other is light and hope. Which wolf wins? And the answer is whichever one you feed. You feed. Yeah. That's the story of the two wolves. Metaphor. Now it makes me think I about that. I've heard that before. Oh, yeah, I think it's a very sweet uh, uh, tale. But now it makes me think of uh, the Simpsons episode where Homer gets uh, fucked up on peyote or something, and he follows that that coyote or something to. Yeah, you know who does not, the voice it's of not the peyote, peyote episode? No, who? It's Johnny Cash, right? Isn't it Johnny it's, Cash? That's correct. Yep, yep. Uh-huh. And he doesn't go on the trip because of peyote. He goes on it because of a super hot pepper. Oh. Oh yeah. Cool. So that's the parable of the two wolves. Cool. Did everybody else already know that? Was I the only one person who had never heard that story before? I, heard of I it, know I've heard hmm. heard versions of it, or you know, I've heard that that the whole idea about whichever one you feed. People yeah. talk wow. about that. Aaron's just gonna feed all the wolves. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Aaron. Aaron's answer would be that's just feed all all of them until they move in. <laughs> Yeah. Say <laughs> hey, more wolves. <laughs> gotta get rid of the gotta, gotta get rid of the possums somehow. Somebody's gotta eat. Somebody's <laughs> gotta eat those possums. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My master plan. Food web, bitches. <laughs> we talked about going to see the cats movie. The cats movie had just oh. come out or was. Yeah. Just, we should. Did, did another did movie we should watch. Watch it. No. Did anybody watch it? We bailed on that hard. Uh, <laughs> started it. Uh huh. No, we just saw that it was rentable, and we're like, ah, oh, nah. You want the butthole cut, is why. So but at of, some point, we'll probably get around to it. I I keep thinking I want to watch it, but I also kind of think it's one of those movies that you really want to watch in a in with a group of people, That's so that you we can all watch. sort of like yeah, watch it together and laugh at it. Should and we watch that? I'm guys? not sure it would have the same effect. You know, almost like watching Rocky Horror alone at home, which is how I first saw it. Like. The movie doesn't work unless there's a big crowd of people. And I think Cats might be one of those movies. So, like no, thing, so we'll have to watch it when we can all get back together again. Yeah, but we would ha- that would be a movie that you would have to listen to to really enjoy. No, no, we don't necessarily have to do it as an episode. We could just yeah. hang out. No, I mean, I'm more thinking we just get together and watch it. Yeah, just, yeah. that would that sounds like it would be a train wreck. More sure. like more like movie night than yeah. Uh, yeah. podcast. Mm. All right. We'll reserve it on Blu-ray special edition. Ultra high def <laughs> commentary tracks. Yeah, yeah. Um, we it. talked about Teen Wolf and Teen oh. Wolf Two. Two T O. Um, Jason Bateman is in Teen Wolf Two. Is Jason yeah. Bateman playing the same character in Teen Wolf Two as Michael J. Fox no. is playing Wolf One? No, it's his cousin. But, 
Yes, that's right. <laughs> that wasn't a correction. I just that was just a quiz question. I want. I just wanted to know if anybody would know that. Yeah, Sean. Sean would know that. Yeah, I've seen that movie a lot of times, and I don't think I could have told you that. I was like, <laughs> I've never seen the sequel. I've never seen it. I just knew that. God, you just knew it was his. Your mind, Sean. <laughs> yep. <laughs> He's heard things. A second sequel. Starring Alyssa Milano was planned, but for whatever nice. reason, they never made it. I would love to see a Melissa Milano Teen Wolf three. Like, mm-hmm. I'm I'm disappointed they yes. never did that. They should still make it. Yeah, really with uh, modern day Alyssa Milano. <laughs> yeah, she's a yeah. teen. Alyssa <laughs> Milano. Yeah, still playing a high. She's got woman. the range. She can do it. She can play. That's teen. the end of correct. Angela. Sweet. It would be like Wolf <laughs> versus <laughs> something. Like aliens versus predator, what's that? And like Alyssa Milano would be Teen Wolf versus Cougar, like oh, aliens yeah. predator. I like that one. Well, we uh, we we made it, guys. Oh yeah, the episode's over. Great episode, guys. Was that the end of Corrections Corner, Matt? It was. Yep. Call it out, baby. All Does right. anybody have any recommendations or anything else they want to talk about? We've already gone about 15 minutes over <laughs> the end of the episode. We're done. We're done. Uh, I'm reading the Iliad, but we can talk about that some other wow. time. <laughs> Way to drop the co- like, intellectual bomb on us. Yeah. Last week yeah. it was uh, video games, smoking weed and video games. So uh, it's, it's, it's still smoking some weed and video games, but in between I'm reading the Iliad. Yeah, it's a true, it's a true renaissance, man. <laughs> I, I, I was feeling like my brain was turning to yeah. garbage. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what's a big, like, like one of those big bucket list Wait. books where you're like, I should. When, do this. Am I am I ever gonna get around to reading this? Yeah, I was like, I should try reading the Iliad. Are so, you reading it online or like an actual printed book version? Uh, no, it's on my Kindle uh, on my like pad. You just rented from the library. Checked it out from the library. Yeah. Great. I mean, a lot of the times the classics. Like, I know a lot of the classics are free on some of those, like, if you have a Kindle and stuff like that. Yeah. I Googled what's the be- what the best translation. You know, I wanted to get, like, yeah. what yeah. good translation. Yeah. I found the one that people said, this is a very good translation. And the library had it. So I checked it out. Oh, man. Cool. It's long. <laughs> <laughs> you got yeah. time. You ain't got nothing but time right now. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. pretty good though. I'm thinking about live tweeting it as I'm reading it because it's pretty wacky. Like, yeah, I'm only like ten pages in, and already like a bunch of weird shit has happened. <laughs> it's got a lot of plot, man. Plot yeah, I'm dense. I don't know how I managed to get through UCLA's English department with ever, without ever having to read yeah, it. That's, that's Maybe we were to supposed to, and I just didn't. That's we read it. passages in high school or big segments of it. I took a Greek history. Really? Did you have to read it in in college, man? Do you remember mm-hmm, reading it in like sure. 10A or whatever? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, the, all of the classics, uh, Iliad, Odyssey, Homer, um, you know, then we, we got into I must other... have just not done it. I must mm-hmm. have just been like, 
Nah. <laughs> I mean, congratulations, I though. I don't know. You're not doing it now when it matters. Quite a journey. Anybody else have anything for this week? Uh, oh, you you mentioned last week that I wasn't tweeting, but uh, yeah, that's correct. I'm 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 not. I haven't been tweeting for a while, but uh, just know that we are still putting out episodes for our uh, Maynard, so that's still going out. But uh, you know, I'll I'll start tweeting when it feels emotionally healthy for me again. I'll yes. just throw out something really quick. I wasn't trying to shame you by not mm. Twitter if I say you were Twitter. Yeah, right? but you're right. I, I I have been off Twitter for a bit. Yeah, go ahead, Jake. Uh, I like to watch skateboarding videos to, to relax <laughs> really? sometimes. Tony Hawk. Sure. And uh, there's a guy with his own YouTube channel. He's like a very famous professional skateboarder named Johnny Geiger. Mm. Um, and he just, just has a really good attitude. And like you can see creative and training process of like learning a new skateboarding trick. Mm. And it's kind of like you see all the hard work that goes into it and kind of really appreciate the art of it anyway did you used to skateboard do you skateboard no i used no i've i've worked on i've (laughs) i've worked on skateboarding video games that's my Uh, i just have always like been interested in the culture and the sport skateboarding there was a skateboarding video that was like that we used to watch in when we were working late in the in the mines like with uh (laughs) That we would, I mean, we'd be at, and it was, it was super relaxing. It was like this uh, skateboarder, and I can't remember his name. Is it Killian Martin or something like that? Yeah, Killian Martin, yeah. Yeah. He has this one where he shot it out in an old abandoned, um, he got with some video, video guy, and they made this skateboarding video where he's out in, like, this old abandoned water park that's between uh, L.A. and Vegas. And we would just watch it over and over to like zen out because it's got this music and it's just like him sort of like he has a very like sort of more playful like trick style or it's not like big jumps it's more like little tricks with the board and his feet so it's like he's dancing on the board we just would watch that thing yeah it's very zen and it it literally that video we watched hundreds of times like just to get us through moments so uh yeah i just Want to yeah. say, as skateboarding videos are very, very relaxing for me to watch. Often, certainly. Yeah, that 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 one was called um, Altered Route. Yeah, Altered Route. The director Route. Is, is Brett Novak. He's fantastic. And, uh, yeah, he does his skateboarding in the, kind of in the in the vein of the sort of legendary skateboarder Roddy Mullen, who yeah. kind of is responsible for inventing like three quarters of the what is now known as skateboarding. Yeah, yeah. So it's a Rodney Mullen style, and you know, I don't pretend to know a lot, but I what watched hundreds of videos by or this that let me down like a whole track of videos that i would watch and a lot of them were really just there's something about the, the sound and the music and just the simple i don't know it was very very relaxing that that reminds me of like watching um uh warren miller videos where he would shoot like uh skiers or skiers or, uh, yeah, I think he, he even got into surfers at some point. But yeah, I definitely remember him doing like ski videos, which were super relaxing. Also, you just see skiers like going through powder and taking jumps and whatnot. So very similar yeah. thing. Cool. There you go. Yeah. OK. That was, that was a good recommendation. Mm-hmm. Excellent recommendations all the way around. I, I guess I should stop. I guess I should, I guess I should wrap <laughs> I up recommend. the show now, right? Yeah, I I, someone's wrapping it up. If you can. <laughs> I can. 
I'm just well, not sure if I want to. We could hang out. We're hanging out. I like sure. talking to you guys. Yeah. I don't want the show to be over. Mm-hmm. Well, we can keep, keep it going offline. Yeah. Okay. I'll finish it up. Thank you all very much for listening to Warped. You can please go to iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts to rate, review, and subscribe. You can follow us on Instagram at Warped the Podcast, on Twitter at Warped Trek. You can follow me at Host Warped. You can follow Min and learn about our Dungeons and Dragons and Call of Cthulhu podcasts and live streams at Wet Maynard. Mm-hmm. You can go to patreon.com slash warped and uh, give us money and become a subscriber and get bonus content and additional materials. Or you can go to our new t-shirt site and get up get our t-shirt lunar flare flare and is it lunarflare.com jake is that what it's it just is a, it's a instagram page oh it's an instagram page yep. okay lunar flare. google it i'm sure it will come up until next week thank you very much for listening my name is matt i'm sean and i'm jake Philippe. Aaron. minwin and nay yay thank you very much good night <laughs>